0: Today's guest on the Key on Yoga podcast is Yan Ong. Yan ran a Mysore program in Kuala Lumpur, KL, Malaysia, until recently. During the pandemic, unfortunately, they shut the studio down, and she now lives between Malaysia, her home, and Portugal, the home of Manel, her partner, her husband, in fact, who also a friend of ours. Ever since young young had a great fear of death, and so it was this that kind of kept her searching uh, for a way to discover or alleviate these feelings that. One day, all of her loved ones, as we all will have this experience, will die. So, almost inevitably, she ends up finding her way to the door of yoga in the end, yoga philosophy, which allows the impermanence of the world whilst pointing to a deeper and unchanging experience. So that's how Jan started. After a degree in science, in fact, from a prestigious London university, she moved back to Malaysia. And after pursuing a career, of you know, a, a profitable and... Uh, well-rounded career for a number of years she decided probably much to her uh, parents dismay to go backpacking for two years and she backpacked around the world for two years and at the end of this it was that ex- it was the experience of coming to yoga that really stopped this this one lust and after dabbling at university she committed to yoga she committed to ashtanga yoga having done no other types of yoga and made her way not to do things by half to Mysore, where she stayed for four months and ended up staying for probably four or five years, I think, following Shirachi on tour in Asia, even when he left Mysore. So she really was a full-time student of Shirachi, who she felt a unique and had a unique and still does connection with. <laughs> However, things weren't plain sailing for Yan and she suffered two serious back injuries whilst in Mysore, uh, unfortunately due to being adjusted in backbend positions. Uh, and they left her with permanent pain. Um, almost unable to practice at all, let alone get by in a day. Sometimes, so this time and these injuries have marked a deepening approach to Yam, which marks her off as particular in my mind. It's still practicing, but at one point she ended up stopping altogether. Before a funny meeting, uh, incredible story, in fact, that we didn't get round to mentioning. Uh, I mentioned it, but she didn't tell it, uh, where she met Shira- uh, Shirachi in Hong Kong after a girl's night out, a hen night that weekend in Hong Kong, and in the morning that morning, wor- worse for wear, somehow bumped into Shira- Shirachi. So And this was another turning point in her in her dealing with this this, uh, this journey of practice that she's had. Anyway. All in all, Yan is a really warm, practical, down-to-earth character who brings these qualities to her teaching. I love Yan. She's a joy to be around. And I hope you enjoy the chat as much as I did after reconnecting for so many years. I haven't seen her. Anyway, don't forget you can donate to the Kino Yoga Podcast. If you enjoyed the chat, please do. Also, review us on iTunes. And don't forget to recommend your particular favourite guest to be interviewed. Welcome, Yan, to the Kino Yoga Podcast. So welcome, Yan, to the Kino Yoga Podcast. It's been a while getting round to you, but I'm really pleased that we finally got together today.
1: Thank you for having me on.
0: But lovely to have you. Um, I suppose we just have to start at the start of the normal question that I ask everyone. How did you get into yoga um, and how did you find your way to Ashtanga as a little preamble to getting to know you, I suppose?
1: Um, well, I have to admit, I think like most Shtangi's, I'm a little bit of a purist. I started with the Ashtanga and I've only ever done Ashtanga because um, I was one of those that, you know, if I was going to learn something, I'm going to do a little bit of research first and find out how I can learn it properly and what is the most authentic kind of method I could dive into. Um, and that time, which was about it was quite a while ago now, after university, then Ashtanga had popped up a lot. So I thought, okay, this is the one, I'm going to go down this road. Um, and what I did was, at that time, I think David Swenson had
0: just released his flip book. So that was quite a while back, like like pre-2000 yeah. maybe. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I bought it about 19,
1: 1999, just before 2000, when I was finishing university.
0: Right, so you started um, at uni.
1: And that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just as I exiting and I was just doing it on the floor, you know, um, figuring stuff out and just following it until things didn't make sense, which was basically my Chasna D. And I was like, hmm. <laughs>
0: you've got to find yeah, someone yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same as my experience really you know, like, even I was bought one of those mats and it was like a gym mat and um, I can remember my brother bought it for, for my birthday I think and, um, we have this shop called Argos and I think it was like a five pound gym mat but the thing is <laughs> this kind of mat when you lie it on the floor it slides because there weren't the loads of yoga mat, the mats at the time so this thing slid over the floor Anytime you try and do an arsenal or jump forward in a sun salutation it would kind of slide out of your way right <laughs> ridiculous right. the the, the purple ones. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't got David's book, which was obviously uh, you know groundbreaking because it stayed open. But if you haven't got that between the mat and try to like like deal with a book that's kind of constantly closing and opening, it's just like good night. Yeah. 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 That was amazing. So,
1: I mean, it was quite a journey because then after that I was kind of like in and out of it doing it for fun and then doing what was um classes, UK, but you? later on I found out what not. Um I was I was in university in the UK.
0: I didn't realize that. I just kind of littered, littered to another podcast with Harmony and found that you. Where did you go? What, what university?
1: Um, I was I was in boarding school in Surrey. Right. In an all girls Catholic boarding school.
0: I'm not Sounds Catholic,
2: fun. but yeah. I wasn't there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> you know, the, the wildest kind just, of schools. Girls' boarding school is inherently Catholic, I think, aren't they, really? This kind of goes with the territory. <laughs> yeah.
1: The more, the more yeah. strict they sound, the wilder the girls are.
0: Yes, you I've know.
2: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure yeah.
0: you yeah. have. I <laughs> yes. yeah. always wanted to find my did way into miss. one of those. You know, I was in an all-boys <laughs> school, right? I did an all-boys school, so I would have loved to have, uh, uh, you know, had a had a, a Catholic girl school nearby with wild girls in it. That would have been that would have been just the ticket at the time, right? Yeah. Um, the boys are always think,
1: trying to find
0: their way in. Yeah, I bet they were. So, and then I, I would to know what university you went to because I wondered if you went to the same yoga class as I did, but I don't think you did. Know, I'm sure you did.
1: I wasn't doing university uh, classes um, of yoga at university yet. I went to UCL. Oh,
2: right. In okay. London. In London? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And I was studying right. um, biotechnology at the time. So I graduated in biotechnology, which is don't that's a conversation and killer, usually. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not. No, we'll
0: go there. We'll go there in a minute. But you know, so you, did you do classes in London with Habish or someone like that? Where was your? Was your no, experience no, there? at that
1: time, no, not not even yet. I was still right. um, just just discovering in 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 those years um, yoga and just teaching it myself. And then when I moved back to Malaysia, um, there were Ashtanga classes that I went to, but. Um, Later on, of course, they just um, called the Shangan and found out there was not really until much, much later.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny, isn't it? Until you went but to Mysore, and I, then so you were yeah. kind of like trying to practice in front of Shrap what you'd learn. It, I just thought, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I walked into a Mysore class, but uh, I had no idea what to do. I was like, eh.
0: <laughs> right. I don't know the and, sequence. Yeah. And in a time of learning, you also, I suppose, Pursuing a career out, out of university, weren't you? I guess you were Yeah, you go, I was. I mean, I was studying, anything. and I wanted really like to. I wanted to work in the lab. Right, right, not you yet. About, right, right, okay. <laughs> not yet.
1: But it was amazing because even though I started with this flip book of David Swenson about ten years later, I got to meet him, which was which was pretty amazing.
0: You know? so strange, and that was nice it? because it's they're always nice. Talk, they're, yeah. they're always it smaller is. than you, mem- you, you think they are. Always way smaller. you mean, Like remember, yeah. I meaning John. John Scott for the you know for the English was a kind of idol, right? And he had the book, and you know, yeah. And I'd heard his name, and 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 one year I kind of I was in Yoga Plus in Crete, and I, you know John Scott, John Scott, he'd yeah. been here one you know once. So I went back and I thought, right, the first teacher training uh, of Ashtanga, I think that anyone had ever done was John's, and he launched this baby two thousand two three or something. I finally got the first day. Okay. I got it accepted, and I got there on the first day. He's tidy. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was <laughs> really. Yeah. Slowly taking it back. You know, it's really small. Let's say Lido's very small. Um, but David's you know, regular size. People have said to me um, when they meet me, uh, oh, you're, very, you're much smaller than uh, what we thought you were. It was Phil. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I, I, I felt the same when I saw Madonna, you know, is that kind of effect.
0: Huh? Oh, wow. What? <laughs> She's tiny. <laughs> should, should be. That's,
1: That's what crazy. happens, <laughs> no? We build yeah. this thing in our head. Yeah. We build this image of someone.
0: So. What was your trajectory then? You were working, I have to say, you, you, you did the lab stuff and then didn't you, there is that funny story of you selling Viagra or something. Was that, was, that was a job yeah. you did? Or yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, that was the job I did. I was, my job was literally to go to every hospital and update them on the new medical research on what was happening with um, erectile dysfunction um, research, <laughs> to put it politely. Um, and then I get sales through that right and, uh, and and then it was ni- it was nice. it was good it was a good paying job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did you, what made you change? And um, because I know you went to Mysore and I know you spent a lot of time I didn't realize in fact how long you'd spent in Mysore right uh, what what was the kind of sea change that brought about this change? Because I mean it sounds like the career you were pursuing was what you were kind of, you know, like cut out for, right? You did the, you know, you went, you yeah. know, could you, edit, you know, education, you went back to Malaysia, parents were probably thinking, well, you know, she's going to stay and she's going to build her way up in a company, albeit selling Viagra, you know, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, Go yeah, down you the pharmaceutical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then you yeah. didn't. So what, what made no, you change? I didn't, you know, how did you find, how did you find your way to my
1: It was interesting because, um, i always had this calling in me that i'm going to rewind even more than that actually there's a part of me ever since a young young girl um that was always afraid of death because my parents are so much older than i am my sister is six and a half years older so when you're a child um six and a half years it's a big difference so i always felt that all my family was going to to die before me and i was going to be left alone you know when i was when i was eight years old so i was I was always thinking or fearful of that. And then later on um as I turned in, into a teenager there's a part of me that still had this fear of being the only one left you know this this right. thought of I'm going to be the last one standing. And if I ever hit 30 um I have I would I would like I wouldn't know how to handle it. Like, I kept believing I must die before 30 because I can't handle my whole world dying before me.
0: Right. And mm. I
1: think as I grew up, of course, this maturity... 30 is very old when you're, uh, a-
0: when you're young, but obviously... The boundaries move, don't they? Yeah. And now we both arrive at around yeah. early 40s. Move. Like, 30s, he like so was like, uh, you know, very young. <laughs> it just just <laughs> Yeah, now it is, right? Yeah, but I you know, know when you're crazy.
1: young... And yeah, I- 30 is old, like It's also a magic number, it's a magic number. A lot of uh, musicians and artists and creative types always end up dying before 30. 29. Um, there's think, something about that age that's very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah 29, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So and before I Jim. hit 29, yeah. I told myself I wanted, I had this calling to see the world. It was just so strong for so long um, that I just had to do it. So I packed up all my, well, everything I, I had and I went. I went backpacking by myself for two years to see the world and um
2: on your own to cut a
1: whole long story short yeah on my own on my own which was uh, horrific to my mother yeah (laughs) she was like what but um, best experience of my life of my life unbelievable Mm. changed me 180 Mm.
2: right in how i Mm. saw
1: everything and believed in everything Mm. what was important Mm. um and somehow after that i felt this deep need to go back into the yoga that I had dabbled in properly I had uh, this curiosity um, that it was I had some more answers than I realized that it was more than I, I thought it would be it was not just you know something you could play with um, mm. and it was a power of now book that I read
0: um, the power Eckhart. of now the echo yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah great, and that book. Yeah, yeah that I was a life-changing
1: cha- yeah, yeah. book yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for me it was yes. just and that book um actually helped me get over this uh fear of um this whole concept of death since i had as a kid right it was they had there was a page in it that said something um about, I can't remember exactly his words, but there was an entire chapter, even I think, about that and how we kind of go back into our original source
2: um,
1: and like an energetic source. And that kind of changed everything for me. You know, I'd never heard anything like that before. Um, and I suppose that was the beginning of my curiosity into yoga to dive deeper into the meaning of life. By getting over the fear of death, if that makes any sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. I, mean, yeah, I think that that book was really groundbreaking at the time. Although it seems kind of like kind of obvious now in some way if you go back and read it now right like at the time it was really there was really yeah. like not that much that was kind of trying to kind of bring the concepts that are underpin eastern religions into the forefront of popular culture right like i think there's a little bit deepak out there deepak was on the peripheries but there was nothing that was kind of mainstream that was kind of normal in, in inverted commas that you would kind of pick up and go oh you know okay but, you know and it yeah i mean it changed changed my perspective as well but yeah looking back at it more recently kind really? of think well oh yeah like this is so obvious now like you know it's kind of everywhere the message is everywhere but you know i think at yeah. that time it really you know, it's almost it really cheesy was. now <laughs> yeah there was a kind of book at the time so anyway so so you got the book and you know and then you packed up the backpacking and what happened then
2: yeah
0: after your two years and of then i was
1: in um, I found myself living, I couldn't live in the city anymore. So I found myself living in Bali for a little while. And that's when I Sounds actually right. was practicing with, um, Prem Minrata for uh, a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then that was my introduction again into the practice after a long hiatus. Um, and from there I decided to go even deeper, take the plunge by going to, to my I didn't have plans to move there when I went, I was just planning to go for, um, a trip, like for four months for my first trip yeah but at the end of that trip i discovered um you know something just clicks and i think this is this is the place this is the place where i'm going to learn and i'm going to dive deep and this is the way the place i have to study and the person i'm going to study with and then i decided right. to stay
0: yeah what made you th- and what for, made for you, a long time you kind of, yeah you did stay well you know a long time i think but what made you originally kind of think <laughs> to, to kind of throw you, throw your towel in with shirachi as it were what was what? I mean, could you pinpoint any specific quality or or something? Because I mean, it's such a commitment. Think, you know, being there. You know, is yeah. it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commitment. I mean, you know, people talk about it these days as a privilege, which it is, but it's also, you know, it's no small commitment on the part of the individual staying there as well. You know, I mean, yeah.
1: It's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not easy if you're coming from, you know, big city living. Yeah. But, um, I think the beginning part was more, was more of just a very simple physical thing. It was, um, I was on the, on the last day of, um, my practice and I had arrived doing half primary and I had learned the rest of primary there, um, which for me was like, I didn't even expect that. Um, and on the last day I was there and he knew I said, Oh, I'm going to be leaving tomorrow uh, at the beginning of the practice. So thank you very much for this trip. And then I was doing um, my back bending from the floor and I heard him yell really loud across the room while he was adjusting someone in uh, Sutra vajasana to get up. And I didn't even know really physically what he meant. But then I didn't even know at first he was yelling at me until, until I looked over and then he was just yelling at me to get up and then out of like just I don't com- combination of confusion and fear. fear maybe I stood up yeah
0: <laughs> and embarrassment okay, no, yeah, you know yeah, I stood yeah, up yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah
1: and then I felt that somebody who even they may not know your name they may not know where you're from or anything about you but I felt that someone was watching my practice and I felt Mm, someone mm. knew me physically at least um better than I knew myself and what I was capable of um Mm. which was a nice connection so then I mean that's why we practice in front of a teacher so that we don't have to worry about our practice knowing that someone is looking after us it's like being a child and and again you have a parent there so then I thought you know what I'm just going to stay here a little longer
0: (laughs) and how long did you stay (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I ended up staying For almost five years That's Four years in yeah, a bit I
0: didn't, I didn't know you, did. Are yeah. you Continuously Or did yeah. you go back and forth Or did you do
1: um, So I, I had um, a visa That let me stay Six months at a time So what I would do right. Is I'll stay six months And then I'll go out For one or two months And then come back again
2: Right And
1: mm. when um, When Shrat was on tour In Asia Then I would go And practice with him There since the It was usually too hot To be in Mysore During that time
0: wow yeah it's like a 360 uh (laughs) serrat experience yeah
1: you know i'm one of those a little bit extreme if i decided like my mind to learn something i'm just gonna i'm gonna learn it
2: (laughs) how did you
0: support yourself so that's pretty much what it
1: was what i did was i was trading at night
0: great that's what i thought yeah fantastic and you right so you actually made enough money to to uh to stay there you know and kind of like work that yeah, has a job almost is to do it. From there. I worked a balance, yeah, yeah.
1: I worked a balance. I have um, I have a little bit of savings, and I had a little bit of inheritance from my grandma that I kept. I used some of it for the backpacking, and then I lived. I found a way to live in equilibrium in India where I was neither spending or losing anything. So I just stayed there. How
0: yeah. did you teach yourself like that, that. trading? I've always worked. You're not the only person that said that they, you know, they support themselves by that you know, online trading, right? Like. You just teach yourself i always want to do something like that yeah
1: yeah i i I, to be honest i don't enjoy anything financially related i hate it but in order for me to go and do this pursuit i have to find balance uh in order to do it so that's why i think that's something that i have to learn a little bit so the first thing i do when i wake up is i read the financial times now still still (laughs) not so yogic
0: right so you're still doing it now
1: yeah, uh, now it's not do, not doing so good.
0: <laughs> You're not doing so good, but you, it comes and goes. Right. You know, not what, doing
1: so good. Not with they war in Ukraine. All
0: uh, right. What's it, What's been your best? What's been your biggest gain? Your biggest loss?
2: <laughs> Oof.
0: God, it just knows. The biggest it, it just loss knows it happened it. to
1: me twice. Right. No, no. Biggest loss happened to me twice. Um, where I trusted. um the, a bank, a banker, I guess, a person in charge or giving me advice on on investing to do a, a trade that I didn't keep an eye on, um, and ended up losing half of everything I own. And this has happened huh. twice, so I got half bankrupt twice. Um, the first time I was in KL, uh, Malaysia, at the time. The second time I was in Mysore. So it was interesting because um, with the yoga, I dealt with it a lot better than I had been through it before the first time. I kind of took a deep breath, <sighs> dealt with it, um, and then, you know, took appropriate steps to just scale back and, and oh, try not to trust people with decisions of my life again.
0: But <laughs> now you just do it yourself. Yeah. You yeah, it over. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think, it's funny, isn't it? After the first time, you'd think you wouldn't do it again, but somehow, uh, there's so many times I've kind of thought, yeah, why would you do that again? <laughs> no, because
1: no. of confidence you know because right, I, I'm right. not I'm, I, you know I don't have any background or whatever so I do things a little bit on a gut feel on what I feel is uh, happening in the world and what I also personally want to um, invest in or I right. see movements mm-hmm. in but this comes mm-hmm. from complete um, not an educated uh, finance background yeah. so I lack like yeah. the confidence sometimes to do some calls and I give that to other I give that power to other people uh, which was a mistake
0: well, that's a bit off topic. Right, Let's, to go, back. Let's go back. Let's go back onto it. So, yeah. what, what about. Um, I know, it's fun. I mean, I could talk about that for a long time, but we probably. The audience is probably Ash based not trading. Or maybe they are trading, you know, then. We'll do another one trading. <laughs> it's, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Um, but especially the crypto stuff around as well. All that crypto stuff. I know nothing about yeah. this subject, but it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, what about myself then? Um, how did you see it? Did you, uh, your own experience changing and developing as you were there? Could you say anything about, you know, your development of how yeah, you stayed at that time? I, yeah.
1: I grew up so much, uh, the five years that I was learning ashtanga on so many levels. The person, the person that I was when I went in um, is definitely not the person that was when I came Um I think always I had a lot of self-doubt so, first of all, when one of the biggest moments of growth, I think, was when I was um, asked to assist in, in the Shala. I didn't have um, a longstanding teaching background. I had taught once, uh, cover- a covering job once in my life before that, and, and nothing else. That so that's I crazy. Was,
0: that's um, there is a crazy prospect. Not just, ready. I was, mean, Teresa was talking about that the other day, and I think she said to me, Oh, did Trout ever ask me to assist? I said, oh, I don't remember. I think maybe he did. And you just said no. And he said, you know, he kind of dropped it. And he said, <laughs> he said, because I'm, I'm sure that all the people teaching, that all the people that are there are teachers. And so when they ask to assist, they kind of know what they're doing. But I, I said, I don't think that's the case, right? I think, that, yeah. you know, quite a lot of people just get asked to assist and they've never, ever touched anyone, you know, like in terms of, you know, to anyone right and that was your experience more or less yeah. which is well
1: it was I the mean, same with the practice too because a lot of people go there practicing but they're doing like maybe entire sequences um back home already so when they arrive um they're kind of already doing more and, and know a lot more whereas um mm. i arrived with half primary so i'm kind of really exploring things as i go along it comes with like almost zero prior knowledge back, yeah, or practice experience yeah, both yeah. 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 Exactly. Especially in the teaching. So, I think for me the biggest growth was um, not so much on a physical basis, but um, how would I describe maturity? I grew up a lot. Um, I think. I think, but that's also, I think, what spirituality is actually accelerating your your maturity. Um, one of the things I believe in in the practice. Well, that's why we practice, and in the teaching is I found myself becoming stronger um, as a person. One, as a woman, and uh, two, just as a human. Because just like we were just talking about the trading, it all kind of links in. I When you don't have confidence, you give it away to other people. You give that power away to other people. And when I was assisting, I was so nervous. I didn't have any confidence. So therefore, I took everything to heart. Um, when someone was mean, I I carried that pain. I actually got upset. Or when, when someone was.
0: But I think you got an early. I think you got an early start time as well, didn't you? Your assisting was kind of. Was it the early? First batch. Yeah, so people don't know. I mean, in my (laughs) store if you're doing the the early, earlier start times, those are generally given to the more advanced students, and so therefore you're assisting these people who are so-called advanced students. And yeah, it's a bit tough, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was thrown in the deep end with the sharks, but um, <laughs> but it was hard, you know, and, and I, I wouldn't, I won't lie, I was like crying the first few days, I didn't understand, and and I it was such an intense growth.
0: So, so people, what do people say to you? Well, I I have to say, I mean, maybe as a man, and, and you know, and yeah, as a, you know, kind of a known advanced practitioner, I have to say, I didn't, I didn't get any bullshit, I didn't get any talk back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so what, yeah, answer, also, so, which is interesting, it. right? Your experience, but right?
1: I, yeah, then I spoke to so many women who who admitted to me they went home and they cried on uh, the first few right. days too, which is amazing. I think, um, but that's like a whole other massive topic. But I think for me, it was mostly um, I didn't come with confidence either. So I would touch everyone and everyone I would touch up like, I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. It was like a big, you know, um, I was so grateful that they even allowed, but also when you come with this energy, some people kind of already read that, you know, it's a doggy dog world sometimes. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, no, thanks. Um, (laughs) no, I don't like it that way. Or, okay. Can you explain to me how you like it? No, it's all right. I don't have the time. We're just like, you know, kind of. oh When yeah. you come in with the, like a deer in the headlights or Bambi, everything yeah. is heightened. You know, and it's 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 harsh. That sounds and, excruciating. And <laughs> I didn't understand because I was so naive. I was like, I don't understand. You just want to help someone.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're he's, not he's meaning anything bad. You're getting told from on high, as it were. You know that Serratzi is telling you go to that person, right? And do that, you know, right? Like, I mean, I had that, right? Like, go and do that with them. And then you're like, well, I'm looking and I'm going, that's Laruga. Um... No, I'd rather not do Luriga, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, right, or something like that, you know, or that person's like got like kind of kind of quite stiff, and you're saying, no, they're going to catch, and you know, like I'm looking at this couple of people, like at the other going, oh, I don't want to do that, you know, you're just kind of like stuck in the, between a rock and a hard place, really, and they don't want you either, and like obviously they, everyone really wants your act. so you're always a bit of a third wheeling here in this scenario, aren't you? But you know, no, no one ever actually. I just remembered. Back to
2: me.
1: We we actually did it together. Actually, it was this, and this was the only time. Yeah, it was me, you, and Manuel. Hello. It was we practiced at four yeah. and Manuel.
0: Amanda. the I three like, of us were, were on the you, same ship. Were shift. you
1: there on the ship? In as the as well? old ship, second old sh- Yeah, yeah. It was the three of us. We practiced at the first batch, and then we assisted in the second batch, and it was the three of us. It was the only time that I assisted. I
0: I have to, I remember doing it with, I remember Nell. I don't remember you there, but maybe that's my inherent sexism that I (laughs) didn't bring you (laughs) country. No, what happened was,
1: what happened was I was, I was actually doing the month before the both of you and then I was sick and I had to skip a whole week. So I asked, um, I had asked him, if I could make up for that one week in the following month. And he said, yes. Yeah. So I joined you guys for one See, week. For a week. <laughs> Okay. right. Well, um, that, that gets assistant. me. Hope. Yeah. yeah. Cause
0: I, yeah, I can remember seeing yeah. you there. I'm going to have a clear vision of you in my head, but I thought I was looking, I was yeah. seeing you in my mind's eye from the, from practicing and looking up at you as an assistant. That was in, in my head. Yeah. Um, ah, yeah. You were standing yeah, there Yeah, so that was before The month right, before yeah. Right, okay Right I remember Minel And that's when he I always, met actually met Al well. Minel was so busy That he would minel's was um, Jan's uh, hus- Husband His husband now um, <laughs> and That's he was right. so busy and energetic that i would always try well he would always get to someone before me and then and the next person he would always get to them also before me so i would kind of end up you know like but i was always there already doing it you know he's like he's a good he's a, he's he's a fast-moving person uh, he's, yes yes he does the job well <laughs> i a uh, kind of british kind of um rebellious nature i was always <laughs> a bit like you know holding back you know? I <laughs> a surly, always a bit of a surly teenager really um so I mean, yeah, so we
2: were
1: go uh, mode.
0: Yeah. So you were there cool. when I
1: met him, and I bet you met you both at the same time. It
0: was pretty cool. You did, Manel when I remember Manel was um he was he was a um, a single man. He was a bachelor uh, when I first met him, yeah. and, then, and then he met you, and yeah, and it's been a bit of a while yeah. now. Yeah, a, a blossoming relationship. And he was he. I would he say he was a teacher as well. Yes. Did, did, yes. Yes. Yeah, so, right, because we, I mean, me and Teresa tried that, but it didn't really work out so well. In fact, it was kind of more like possible grounds for divorce if I ever tried to teach it. So he, he, <laughs> he it worked, it worked as, you no, know, because couples are interested in this. He he was teaching you and that was, a, that worked well, did it?
1: Oh, teaching me. No, yes, we teach yes, together, yes. You, I thought.
0: Oh, right. No, yeah, yeah, we teach talk together. together. But I thought maybe yeah. actually he he was also being, acting as your teacher, but not the case.
1: Oh, no, never. We're we're so clear on stuff yeah. like that. We both good, have good, our good. teacher, good. which happens to be the same person.
0: Right, okay. But
1: right. Um, we practice next cool. to each other. But we do have a, we have a, um, we have a good relationship practicing to each other. When one needs help, we ask. If we don't need help, we just keep going in silence. So it's okay. Right.
0: That's cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I tried to help. <laughs> I mean, Tracy used to practise in the ice room with me, but um, I yeah, that didn't that didn't necessarily transpire well all the time. Um, <laughs> but I thought I thought you'd managed to do something which I'd never done, which is you know, uh, you know, be a be a teaching couple and teach each other, which is kind of cool. I mean, you know, um, you you us. it's okay but you ask. Wait. Yeah, if we um, ask
1: for
0: help,
1: you, it's
0: okay. Yes, I suppose probably one should. Should ask respectfully the other person, right? Um, well, how, and then you moved from Mysore and you left. Where did you leave Mysore? Did you have to leave or?
1: So, just, was that so your time? it was interesting. No, so that was, that was the time. So I had met uh, Manuel at that trip with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what happened? Then we kind of pursued a sort of a dating situation. And about a year after that, we decided to go um, teaching together. Around So we traveled around for about a year and a half to two years traveling and teaching, sometimes mostly together, sometimes apart.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then after that, we, well, I decided that I wanted to move back to Malaysia for two reasons. One, because my parents were old and I had been away for so long. And at the time, there was no authorized Shala in the capital city. So I thought the two of us should go back and start teaching mm-hmm. a Myself program there.
0: Makes yeah. sense. And you've done that. You did that yes. for a number of no, years, I, didn't yeah. you? I think you've opened the Charlotte yeah, yeah. at least five or six yeah. years, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We had yeah. it. Well, this yeah. year, well, last year would have been like, uh, I think, six and a half going on seven right. years. But uh, it COVID closed. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, oh, but we yeah. teach it. We just, we didn't really close it. We just shifted online and then we keep it as a permanent online situation right. for now until we figure That's- out what our next steps are.
0: Right, so you're still teaching online and, you're, and both you in Europe right now, yeah. right? Like doing some some yeah. workshops A combination
1: Europe. of, um, yeah, yeah, a combination of traveling and teaching and online.
0: So what was your own, I, mean, I suppose I'm going to get into now, the meaty topic of what was your own, you know, journey of practice like? Because I know that when we've spoken before and you spoke on the conference, the wellness conference, you talked a lot about the difficulties and your injuries, um both, you know, like with the physical practice and more recently with the challenge of practicing with uh hypothyroidism. I think it is.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you, I mean, so I was really
0: easy. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: I've had, um, I've had one of those, um, not so ideal trajectories of, um, practice. I've had a lot of struggles in my practice, um, I came very, very um, not so body aware, I guess. I had done a lot of things, gone to the gym and done like uh, Muay Thai and all sorts of stuff, pole dancing, But not seriously, um, I had a lot of – my body was very lax and without a lot of structure. So to do things or to be put in things were quite easy. I'm a very easy person to adjust.
2: Right.
1: But as I've learned, oh, no, no, no. Um, the, <laughs> the easiest kind are also the most um, – dangerous kind you know because what happens is when your body is too easy to move you don't have the the structure to resist at points it's very easy to get injured in your joints mm-hmm. which is I suppose what happened to me um one I think about maybe a couple of years into practice maybe four or five years or maybe even less into practice um I was injured in an adjustment in Kapotasana. Mm. Which changed my entire life. I've never had body pain in my life, but ever but since that, was that my day, store. I've never stopped. Right. No, this was back in Malaysia, um and then I hope it
0: wasn't Manila. It, ch-
1: it changed no. completely. Yeah. No, no,
0: no. It was- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know him at that time. I didn't know him yeah.
0: Yeah, at that time. Yeah, no, no, but, yeah, um, oh, well, then, yeah. But um right. And so it was that bad that it is yeah, so you to it, this day. Never, i mean, my, i think that's the thing that's to, to yeah. iterate if i could just step in and iterate here that it's no yes. small thing adjusting people and i think that people i think we're growing up a little bit in the cavalier nature of adjustments and the way that they've been given over the time you know because you know as you you know you've just said it's not just like oh you know like a little bit of pain i mean it's it's been with you ever since i mean and this this can and does happen. And I think it needs to be made more evident still that, you know, if you're adjusting, do it with some serious circumspection. You know? Yes. Um,
1: I learned so, actually I learned so much um, about teaching as a result of my own um, or the philosophies towards teaching as a result of my own journey because it happened once and then it happened again like about five years later uh, when I was just getting back to being able to practice um, with minimal pain again then it happened again and then after that I gave up for a year and I was I I don't have the fight in me right now to do this all over again Um, so I learn. I learn a lot of concepts, but I spend a lot of spend a lot of time studying philosophy uh, in exchange of um asana practice
0: during
1: um, in replace for my yoga practice. And I, I certainly so a lot do anything. About
0: stuff I mean, and, you just just when you you know you had the injuries, you really couldn't do in, anything at all, right? Not even a sun salutation. With, you know.
2: uh, yeah, the because first I mean, time I had no, the first injuries, time but I always
0: kind of like t- t- can kind of do you know? Fortunately, or you know, I can do something, right? Like you know. Yeah. Just, so
1: physically, the first, first injury was um, because it was a Kapatazna. My back is in an arch. Um, yeah. One arm was pulled in, but my knees were held in very tight. So there's no, it's like a pressure cooker. There's nowhere yeah. for, mm-hmm.
2: for it to go, um, yeah. yeah.
1: To give, yeah. Yes. So yeah. what happened was the, the thor- one of the thoracic in the middle of my back, the vertebrae uh, dislocated. And much later, I didn't find out until a year and a half later that I had um, herniated this in the lower back. And what the muscles or the, the ligaments, the one that hold up the side of the spine, they, they ripped. So the, when you rip, you have scar tissue. So it's very difficult for me to round my back um, again after that. Because scar tissue is very difficult to get rid of. I've tried. Uh, it's quite a painful process. <laughs> but they're just things that will never go back to what it was. And I wasted many years wanting that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wishing. And-
1: of fighting so hard to try and go back to what I was before.
2: Oh, I've grown crazy. up since. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Fair enough. But, you know, I mean, this you know, is the like, thing. It was
0: kind of working for you, okay, and, and then I mean, what did you, did? Did you feel um, it at the time? Did you know that there's something very?
1: There was very a sound. Deep? There was a sound at the time.
0: And, and later and then, after, did uh, you the carry on, the next day, I couldn't stand up. Right. Okay, okay.
1: Oh no, I I couldn't stand up the next day. I couldn't get out of it the next day. Um, and then I went through a whole bunch of therapies.
0: Right, just trying to solve it somehow. Yeah. I about, I mean, that everything? What yeah. do you feel towards the? I mean, interestingly, towards the individual. I mean, you must have had a lot of resentment, anger towards the person that gave you this adjustment. No,
1: actually, not, 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 not for the first year or two. I was like, um, right. I was thinking, you know, these things, these things happen. But I yeah, also didn't know the right. severity and how long it will last. Um, right. So, at the beginning, so, no, not really. Um, I okay. thought, you know, how unfortunate is these things happen. But you know, I. I probably won't allow you to adjust me again, but uh, <laughs> I was a man Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a physical, it was a physical, physical, it's a physical practice. Your work is physical. I'm sure these things happen. I'll be fine. But I think when uh, three years passed, yeah, then I started to grow resentful. I got really tired of getting on the mat and crying. I got really tired of being frustrated. Every birthday would be the same. I would be like blowing my candle on my birthday going, please let this be the year I can practice without pain, um, but then it's so stupid. It was so stupid because I was wanting it so much, mm. right? I, then it was me creating my own
0: suffering, right?
1: I had to yeah, I mean, that's, let yeah. go. Yeah, I
0: suppose the question does arise then: what, uh, why? And this brings you to your your, uh, your party piece of the Sherrat story, really. You know, but why? <laughs> what a beating event, you know when you mess him after a night out. I mean, well, you got you got to tell that uh, But why? I mean, why did you? Um, <laughs> why why did you? Carry on if you're in so much pain. I mean, you know, but I mean because I've asked myself that
2: so many times.
0: Yeah. You also invested, I suppose, as so, a teacher, which I think a lot of were you teaching at that time.
1: Yeah. So I just started teaching. Um and I was thinking I need to I can't practice, Not practice. and yeah. teach. Yeah, this it doesn't yeah, you, you know, so I, I had to fight it through. Yeah. And I just started, I felt like this is the beginning of my life. This is the first five years of me dedicated to yoga I have a long way to go so I still thought it's okay but then year after year um, it got so difficult then it became a lot more about trying to get over myself mentally um, and when all of everything was just about to I was practicing again I was starting to do full primary with a half of intermediate again and everything was fine I found a way to maybe not go as deep as I was going before but practice without pain <clears throat> then it happened again in my soul Um, from dropbacks and that's when I thought okay no I'm calling it quits Um, I'm going to take a break Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a break I'm going to Mm -hmm. do other things um, Mm -hmm. and deal with it later but then I started thinking a lot about I didn't stop teaching uh, because I had a school at the time but I, I thought a lot about what it meant to be the egotistical yoga teacher I know it's like an oxymoron but it happens you know when someone touches you or um, adjusts you for to show you what you can learn or discover by yourself versus I'm going to adjust you and show you what I can put your body in. Mm. It's a very
0: subtle. Mm. No, it's, it's hard. It's, it's very easy. hard to tell, There's, but a, it's there's huge. a definite <laughs> message there. Yeah, absolutely. This is what you're not doing right, and I'm going to show you what's right. Right? I'll go to dominate your sphere because you don't know as well as i do to, to you know which is obviously you know there's a great you know i mean there's two sides to every story isn't there because obviously people are coming there and putting themselves under your jurisdiction because they feel that can you know you know you can see something perhaps that they that, you know they can't in their bodies right but nevertheless it, it's a balance isn't it i mean what's your experience yeah. what's your your feeling now of uh, i mean adjusting because i'm you know i'm fairly clear on the table now that i certainly don't adjust people into things you know I will show with the pressure of two fingers how I could see that their body might move you know differently but I would never give an adjustment and you know people on you know, I put it out I put it on social media whatever you know they really care but you know a lot of people give me flack for you know, I, you know the, the, the immediate comment comes back I love <laughs> I love a strong adjustment. I love. I love being put into. You know, and I just think, oh God, you know, like you know, yes, it does sometimes feel nice, but I mean, it's just a, it's just a ticking bomb, really. I feel that this, this big. I mean, I'll say it straight out: this being put into things and it's exhilarating, but usually the exhilaration comes from being pushed past your edge. That's what it is, and I mean, who. And then the kind of effects, exactly. of, uh, the, the chemical effects that are happening in your body from being in that place of jeopardy, essentially, right? And the body responding yeah. accordingly, you know, as, oh, get me out. Essentially, what you're saying is, get me out of this. It's frightening. And one's reading it as like, wow, this is feeling great, you know, like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, you, no,
1: it's, it's 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 so true because it's, it's the thing is when you adjust someone, you... But as a teacher, you have so much responsibility. The energy that you have will translate. So I, I see this chain of reaction. For example, uh, for people who are very hard on themselves in practice, that they practice really hard, they kill themselves doing everything, they do extra things after that, the chances are they're going to be very hard on the students practicing. There's no space for um, life circumstances. There's no space much for just push full power 150% every single day. Right? And therefore, you're going to adjust like that. And the students will, in the beginning, love it. Because it's like, okay, we're here. We're geared up. Good adjustment. I'm going to get as deep yeah. uh, as I possibly can.
0: Making, I'll be yeah. put in. Making, like, significantly making progress, right? Like, I've got, you know, now, you know. And that's the first sort of pressure for, from the teacher, from many yeah. students. Like, well, like, you know, like, I want to see visible progress. Like, I want to see myself get into Mary chancellor D. So-and-so put me in Mary chancellor D. Can you put me in it? You know, right? Like, you know, so. There is that, you know, yeah. two sides of that, you know. But there's twist. no learning.
1: There's no learning when that happens. When you, when you, um, when you, first of all, when you adjust all the time, uh, repeatedly in the same postures, you never learn the posture. Because if I always put food in your mouth, you're not going to ever pick up the food and put it in your mouth. I can't, if I move your jaw for you to chew all the time, you're never going to learn to chew your food, right? So the whole point is really you need to learn. What the asana is doing by exploring, and every now and then you may get a verbal advice, a physical two finger touch, or if the teacher knows you long enough and well enough because you you've practiced there consistently, then maybe a full adjustment. But there has to be different approaches for you to understand something. Um, And secondly, of course, to state the obvious, I don't believe in strong adjustments as um, a standard because it's never worth the risk.
0: The risk, yeah, yeah, exactly, it might work out, but the thing is you can't, even like someone who's a certified doctor, done a course in osteopathy and, you know, whatever, you can't know, and even the most experienced person can actually see what's going on inside and the combination of tightnesses and laxness in the muscles and, you know, and what will actually happen when you do something, so it's just like, you know, Russian roulette really i don't know i mean well they always say no
1: it's better to teach someone how to fish than give them the fish so better to teach you how to do the posture by yourself than i do it for you
0: i know but it's still a revelation i I can remember actually having said all this the first time i was in i was asking my teacher at the time pierre Segir, and this was in in crete and i remember i was learning vashastasana and he was trying to help me with it and he'd helped me a few days. He'd, he'd show me the posture. And he, I don't say give him me. I don't really like this. So he'd given me the posture. But anyway, he, he gave me the posture. And, um, and, and then the third day or something, he didn't come. And he was there. And I saw him there. And I said, oh, can you help me with this? You know, you know. Well I'm not always Going to be there You said like, no, I'm not always Going to be there Holding your foot You know I, mean, I was quite taken, I, You know And it's funny now But I was really Taken aback at the time And right? I thought well, Why can't you just Just help me So I can get in the posture For God's sakes You know
2: <laughs> it's, it's,
0: You know Like I want to do the posture you know? I mean, Like alright So I do yeah. understand Both sides of the You know Both sides of the fence But right? I understand it But you know It was really like A kind of It maybe it, it took me A while to kind of Reflect on that And just think Oh that's true actually Isn't it I've got to do the posture On my own some some you know, so suddenly it's hard though because also as a as a certain person, you know, me or maybe you, I think you want to please people, right? You know, that's in your personality, right? Like you want to please people and be a good teacher. So suddenly it's hard, you know, when you see someone struggling, just to go, I will let them, you know, work it out themselves and have that, you know, that that you know that battle, right, with with developing something which involves hard work and persistence, and you know, uh, rather than just going going kind of going helping them because you want them, you know, you want to please them and you want them to be happy, you know. Um so yeah I think
1: I think the biggest thing is as a teacher you have to get out of the way you cannot make part of the process you know it's all about the practice and creating a situation for someone the student to have an ashtanga experience um you what you've been through your life all the things you carry your thoughts your opinions that shouldn't even be there it shouldn't be about the teacher zero um you know um I think that's what happens because also sometimes what happens is we are also limited, um, by our own experience, how we understand something. I cannot go to the other side also swing to the other side also and tell everyone never just anybody, you know, then I'm taking something to an extreme because of a personal experience. I'm making Mm -hmm. it personal. Um, and it's not about the student. It should always be about what the student needs, whether at, um, at that moment at that time, and you're using everything that you you know for that but you have to get out of the way
0: it's tricky isn't it you know, have, as a you teacher. Have to, it's like you need a context you need a context of experience around you but then somehow in the middle of that context you've just got emptiness or openness to looking at a person as they are rather than as your your past experience dictates that because you, you're looking for hey we, we fed all our life looking for patterns really you know like you know, patterns of familiarity, right? Oh, that person's like that person. So that's going to go like that, right? Like, rather than actually look at the person as they are at that time, you know, because that takes a lot more effort than just kind of like trading in patterns where you can, you know, past experience tells me that this person looks like this person. You don't even realize you're doing it, you know, but I mean, you're still practicing, right? I I mean, mean, how is your, how, how is your journey with the, you know, what you've been through now. I mean, because I'm, yes.
1: I'm a lot lighter with myself nowadays. I, you know, the days where I get on the, well, many days, if not most, I get on the mat and I go, you know, what? I'm just going to do standing. I'm going to be happy if I get to standing. And then there's kind of like a, it's kind of a mind game. You go there, you never do that because the time you get there, you're like, ah, okay, I'm going to keep going,
2: Fuck it, you know, it and then more, I, yeah. I forgive
1: myself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I will do wherever it is uh, I feel comfortable with and I won't, kill myself uh or over it no matter what happens the thing was with the shala you have a limited time so it, it that kind of taught me that anyway you don't have the whole t- whole time in the world to do what you want to do take take um, um you if, you to cannot, if you're feeling slow that day take more time right. yeah right. exactly yeah, that's it. so what we usually did after but we were exhausted so there's only so much time you had
2: um, yeah, yeah. the
1: thing is the thing is now I learned to be a little bit more kind with myself. If I can do it, if I can do it, if I I would, if I don't have the energy, I'm not going to be upset about it. If I had to do something else, for example, looking after my parents for the day, taking taking care of someone, and I had zero time, I used to feel so guilty. I don't anymore.
0: What about I don't doing a different? What about doing a think- different modality? You know, because I mean, you know, to just. Tempt you into the story of uh, of Shrat, that he did offer you to say do something different you know I mean say you could, yeah.
2: could
0: you could you still teach yoga you know and be interested in the yoga philosophy and having done the yoga I feel and um, you know and also yeah
2: at, definitely. At, this,
0: at this point in your life be doing a different modality which was more suitable for your the way your body felt you know and didn't cause you pain you know yeah. I mean, did 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 you try something yes yeah, exactly as well? exactly yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah totally Um, first I I did a lot of things that um I felt that I just wanted to move my body in different ways like doing the same sequence Mm, forever mm, um mm. I got bored I got bored you know Mm. I wanted to I was I was hitting my my head against the wall because also there's certain things like I couldn't do anymore and I felt like it made me really upset so I thought if this is upsetting me I need to just take a break and do something else. And I did. Um, I went to go and do a whole bunch of different movements for like curiosity. Like I said, dancing, uh, pole dancing, Pilates, uh, MMA stuff, or like whatever, you know, Uh, just moving, (laughs) moving for fun. But I also learned, yeah, (laughs) no, but that's the thing. I learned that every single time I did something physical, the instructions were very similar to the basis of the teachings of Ashtanga, which was quite interesting. Um, how like certain things ask you to to always make sure, even with um, kung fu practices or whatever, even pole, to engage a lot your abdomen before even considering other parts of moving other parts of your body, because that's the center in which a lot of movement comes from. Um, how to always use parts of the body on the floor to your benefit and a lot of these things are actually in the practice so I actually went full circle I did a whole bunch of other things to even appreciate the practice even more then I thought wait a minute all the stuff is there if you let go of all that mind stuff what, everything what is the, actually yeah, there then.
0: What, was it the philosophy that you kind of because got interested in the philosophy as well and how does and then i suppose as a hook how does the philosophy that you've studied because i know you're into the yoga philosophy as well how does that relate to the asana or does that relate to the asana practice or could it relate to pole dancing yoga philosophy
1: (laughs) everything everything no the the philosophy was actually what drew my attraction to yoga in the first place it was never really um the postures and then when shit hit the fan it was a philosophy that got me through it it got me through all that suffering uh, mentally and physically it got me through um hard times um it what, was a philosophy was that carried it, what, me through because it kept, really
0: about it can, what, can you, it
1: kept is, me with a bigger perspective mm. on everything it kept me working on myself which really what is what we're trying to do on the mat anyway but the philosophy literally kept me kept me looking at myself and how I could become a better person, how I could keep improving. And it held a mirror. Every time I read something, I would reflect on, was I doing that? How can I not do something? Or how can I work towards um, that goal of being this beneficial human in the world? Um, And that put a lot of perspective into many, many things. And I think it was huge. So the philosophy brought me to yoga and it helped me through it. Um and I believe it will continue to towards the end as well. I mean it's it's the basis of all of it, really. What does
0: it mean for you to be a beneficial human in the world? I know it might sound obvious, but
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's a hard question. That's a hard question. Right. Um it's hard. I think there's two is a two-part answer to that. One is to work on myself, uh, which is hard because sometimes that requires me to do things that I, I am not comfortable with, maybe um, remove certain certain things from my life to try and be a better person to help others um, for example sacrifices um, that are not so obvious like um, I travelled the world went away from my family for a long time mm-hmm. and then going back I spent a lot of time back home even though we had the Shala mm-hmm. with, my, with my parents you know a lot of people say that's not an easy thing to do especially if you've been away for a long time Um, and then being strong enough to be there to see them age is also quite difficult so I found myself um, becoming emotionally stronger uh, which was a huge one for me Um, I don't know whether it's the same for women as for men but emotional strength is a very difficult one for me it's like it started like for example when you carry the pain of others too much or um, which I still do sometimes but teaching yoga helped me a lot. Owning a shala helped me a lot. I carried the pain of others a lot. Um, and then I was always confused why other people like could just drop that um, so quickly. It was very, very um, difficult. So I learned to become a better person through allowing others to be, both in my personal life uh, and my professional life, mm. which means, like, for example, my parents and my students, I learned that you can give and love from a distance. I think that was a huge thing. And that was the biggest change for my life and how I became a better person um, internally, how I go through life.
0: Mm. Um, yeah, And it was,
1: it was really just that's, that.
0: That's really quite profound. I don't really have any, any rejoin. No, <laughs> don't know, It's really nice. Um, do you, I mean, you know, Let's take a moment because that was a really really poignant um and well put you know well put um description of what it means to be to be a good person or try and be that's that's nice um what, what are the particular challenges you find i know you've spoken before about um being a female teacher or even you know i guess a female in the world you know as opposed to being you know as i said, i think that being a male you know you don't realize that you have certain, you know, there's certain privileges there inherent in, in masculinity, right? And certainly as a teacher, I, I you know, remember listening on Harmony's podcast when you you said that you and Manel had said the same thing to a, to a student and they kind of listened to him and they disregarded you, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah we, we do that you know so we shouldn't you know That's pretty mean but we do that sometimes like sometimes it's quite amazing how um the um, one person can say something to a student and then the, the reaction is is not so um polite and we send another one there just to say the exact same words and the exact same tone just to see and then just to prove a point and then um it's more of a reflection of of, of whatever the student is going through um, mm. but I think also with, with women is high today, I've been asking myself an interesting question on the train as we, we go through the world issues that we are now. Mm. Um, and this is no, no attack on you or, or on the men of the world, but I was asking myself, has there been any woman leader in time, um, that started war in the history? Of humanity. Do you know any? I don't. I'm uh, just trying to think yeah, of the leader that has there's,
0: there's probably been a few Cleopatra. It's quite a while this, ago, you think? Yeah, I reckon it has I, been a I, I I was wondering. I, I, I see your point. I mean Yeah.
1: Women women suffer women suffer a lot, okay? from being um maybe a little bit too compassionate. Can it can be a little bit too compassionate and can be seen as weakness. So I think also, I mean, we'll scale it down from like war to yoga teaching a little bit. But but in the room What's too. Dope? Like um, um, sometimes in the in the room, what happens is um and I learned from this over time mm. too as a teacher. I, I grew as a person and a woman, I grew because of this. Sometimes when you are the shoulder to cry on, literally, um, then Compassion is seen as weakness. So when it comes mm. to giving instruction,
0: mm. 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 Mm.
1: they don't they mm. don't listen anymore. They mm. don't take mm. it seriously anymore. They don't see you in that manner anymore, which is a shame.
0: I think it's important to point out because <laughs> still you've got eighty percent probably 70, 80 percent were female practitioners in Ashtanga, right? And and the, I think the preponderance towards respecting certain, you know, male teachers is still there, you know, although it's mainly women practicing and I still feel that there's that there is that patriarchal aspect which I've done you know whole, whole conferences on which um, no, I feel like they shouldn't be and, uh, and, and again to treat a woman like you know, the soft touch you know that you could kind of relate to a woman you know in, in that kind of way and therefore that's dynamic as well doesn't it and it is a, yeah it, it is something to be aware of I think and
1: I think, I think I've had a lot of times where students came to me with personal problems. They would always mm. come to me. They would never come to, um, uh, no, like, yeah, exactly. mm. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, like some family member died or they were crying or, um, uh, marital issues or, um, a house broken in or whatever. Um, but, um, and always there to listen and give, um, in, in any way. But then when it comes to perhaps the same situation where, uh, you're teaching them and giving, at the, giving them advice, which by the way, also teaching is of no benefit to me. The advice, it's, it's, it's a pure form of giving. I don't gain anything if you got more bendy or more strong or either. <laughs> so, but even then, even then sometimes get greeted with just a plain, no, you know, so you would just think um, sometimes um, the bare minimum is to not be rude in a room where someone's trying to give you something. But
0: yeah, it we, happens. No, it does happen. Yeah. It is funny, isn't it? I said, I, I, I don't mind either way. Honestly, like it's really, you know, it's nothing to me. Like I, you know, I, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, on the, other the, offense, on the other side of the The other side of the fence. I've been a complete asshole to teachers because when you're practicing and then you're in the body, you know, like, and it's weird because I always try to be really practical and kind of like pragmatic and rational about yoga you know why should it be different to my background in football or martial arts or others you know I've played every sport under the sun you know like I've always been that kind of person but when I did yoga when I did yoga, immediately weird stuff comes up you know emotions kind of certain in the way that they never did when I was moving my body and other things so although I'd like to dismiss it and go well there's just body movement you know and, and you know it, somehow I can't just allow it to be the same because my, my experience tells me otherwise that the experiences I've had in moving my body in the yoga whether it's be because it's breath orientated specifically or because it's a quieter obviously it's not in team sports so the app the focus isn't exactly the same but you know the emotional tenure of what's being done is very different, and yes, I have, I have showered at teachers as well, and they've tried to very well, meaningfully help me. Just because, yeah, there is a charge in, in you know, in um, in and this. You dynamic. said it so
1: well. You said it. Um, you said it so eloquently. Exactly. It's it's. There's just something about it that it, it. That's what makes it spiritual. No, it's it's not just a physical, and then you feel all of that because you feel a whole bunch of things that you wouldn't other. Otherwise, in other physical uh, modalities, um, but that's fine. And I think I think the the the, the puking of, of stuff is makes part of the process. Is what happens after, you know? Like you can you can puke some, like you can say something, <laughs> and you could whatever, and after go and recognize it. But that's I what you're gonna do. you vo- who you
0: are. I, I vomited on you, and I'm sorry. Um- let me, yeah, let me go, I I yeah. let me had a bad day.
1: Like I didn't mean it, you know. And then, yeah, and then yeah, whoop, yeah. like that. Nothing. Yeah. So, um, you know, but that's what I what always think on
0: is it is a big relationship, you know, between teacher and, and student and it is something which makes it so unique what what we're doing and engaged in, you know. Um Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's it's hard. The teacher student relationship is a very complicated one, especially with my sort. Um uh, you know, I was thinking of writing a whole thing on it one you day. Should. But yeah,
0: I write on it all the time. I still <laughs> haven't got it's, to the bottom of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's and
1: it's interesting this t- this teacher student um, thing because you you're already smiling. I am wondering what I'm going to say um, because I think in order to have. One and understanding, or to go deep in, a, in the yoga practice, you must make an effort to understand the person your yoga teacher is, because that's really all they're doing every time they're in your presence, is I'm trying to understand you and help you. Um, and it has, the, and it can only work if it's two ways, right? Um, the second thing I also I think is, it's really important to try to figure out. Well, to have to think about that because when you are able to have a good relationship generally with people, that will translate, doesn't matter whether it's a student, teacher or parent, uh, child or friends. when you start to understand what a healthy relationship habits, that translates all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think a huge problem also is people getting confused between the difference um, of worshipping someone versus respecting someone. We live in this time where we demand respect so much. Everyone demands that they're respected uh, through media or people or as a teacher or as a student. Everyone is very fast to demand respect, but no one really knows how to give it anymore. No one's focusing on what is the art of respecting others. Um, And it's not the same as worshipping. Or obsessing over,
0: or also kind of, or putting on a pedestal. Yeah, or also earning respect as well. You know, it doesn't just, doesn't yeah. just get given out. It? it has to be earned. It's not surely. You know, um, yeah. There's so yeah. many threads we can pre- pursue here, but I've done an hour, and for our listeners who have short attention <laughs> spans, we. <laughs> Wicky, <laughs> maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe you don't. but I hope you've enjoyed those <laughs> listeners. Um, let's end with your, uh, your last two questions, which you, I don't know. If you've ever listened to them, you might know what they are. Um, if you haven't, well, actually, let's do a test. Do you know what I'm going to ask you? Oh, you no. You haven't listened to any of my podcasts, have you? Um, your, <laughs> I'm going you to oh, now. I've got you. Have you um, <laughs> can you give me one guilty pleasure and one uh, inspiration? Oof. Yes, I've done this from the start. A hundred people I've asked that question to.
1: I like to be surprised. Um, hmm. a guilty pleasure. How guilty? Are we talking. Where,
0: <laughs> whatever you want. I like. Whatever, I like Whatever them. you want. Um, who's that? What? what I think. Was it? A, I. A, a one, but I think, was it Brian? Say he enjoyed making love to his wife. I think that was. It. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wow. a guilty pleasure, but it was oh, a bit closer. Right. That's not guilty. Um, that says a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it shouldn't really be said. Um, Mark, um, Mark Roberts, um, uh, a little bit more sanitary. Um, he enjoyed uh, Emily in Paris, uh, the chick, the chick flick on Netflix. Emily in Paris, which I have to say is also my guilty pleasure. Uh, I've been, I, Are
2: you another I one? Enjoyed, so does my I husband? Enjoyed. What is going
0: know,
2: on? I know. I know. Yeah. Oh it's, my it's, god! Not so much. The first <laughs> series
0: I really liked. Second series a bit of a letdown. Anyway, yeah. What's yours?
1: I do. I I like a really good good wine. Yeah. Um, in the spa, and I like I like my spa treatments. Right.
0: That Fair is enough. that is definitely a guilty pleasure. The the I, like I like to go to the spa.
1: Wine, wine that, in
0: the yeah, spa, bit like I
1: like to lux it out a little bit every yeah. now and then, and, and do something like that.
0: I know. I've seen. No
1: I've doubt. I've seen on social media. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. My favorite yeah, thing no, it looks to
0: nice. do. <laughs> Um Okay, what is the other one? Oh, an inspiration. Um, my,
1: my inspiration, but in what way? Anything,
0: man. Just yeah. Inspiration test. Question, really. Ah. Inspiration in um, terms of life, I think my
1: inspiration, a, book, a person,
0: a place, you know, something that keeps you going. Can I? Can, you? I, give keeps, a, can keeps, I give it? Can I give? Yeah,
1: light. I think it's not one particular person, but I would say I get really inspired by by women who are making massive change, Um and they're they are just they blow me away. I don't know how so many women in the world can juggle so many things. So I, I follow people like Jacinda Arden, who's like a, who's maybe a couple of years younger than I am, but she's like a mother Mm and she's leading an entire country so well. Um, and people like that, you know, I, I admire really strong women making change and still being just your average woman. That, that really blows me away. Sometimes I feel very overwhelmed by life and, and that they always help create inspiration for me. Hugely. Mm. People Mm. like Mm. that. Mm. All these women.
0: Mm. Excellent. Yeah. I'm totally behind that. Mm. All right. Well... Thanks for coming on, and that was you know, yeah, we haven't, haven't, yeah, that was fast, wasn't it? Fast. Um, we're not done yet. Don't say anything you wouldn't want everyone to hear. Um, but thank you, and uh, you know, it was a, it was a lovely little chat. We haven't spoken myself and Jan uh, for for bloody ages—five or five or six years at least, at least. This uh, uh, we're just so young and in my talk So uh, since you cooked for yeah, me, yeah, I did cook for you. I cook, yeah, I didn't cook. Yeah, you did. I will, one day we will again. We'll meet up. I'll cook you something again um so fantastic yeah, I, I, I promise um well thanks again yeah, and lovely to speak to you and um it was a beautiful time we had together i think um yeah thank you <laughs> thanks for coming on
1: thank you so much for having uh, me on welcome. fantastic yeah, to chat lovely. to you bye, bye adam